You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. And this is Locked On Royals, where you can subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. It's the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals for now. We're a three-show week podcast in the offseason, but it's still the only three-show week podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So on today's show, I want to do a way-too-early roster projection for the Kansas City Royals. Now, it's unclear how many players that the Royals are going to get, any team's going to get, really, uh, for this season because of COVID and not knowing all the parameters of this season, but let's just say 26 to be safe because 26 seems like a pretty good number for this season. If you're going to go back to normal, you did upgrade from 25 to 26 last year, and then you did have the uh, 28 man addition with, uh, with the COVID protocols. So assuming that it's going to go back down to 26, then let's do it that way. So you can start in the rotation. And while there is chatter about, you know, what could the Royals do? Could they do a six-man rotation? You know, could they could they expand the rotation? For opening day on what is now slated for April 1st, I would have the rotation set for your opening day starter being Brady Singer. And then you move down the line from there. Now, maybe they give it to Brad Keller because of the experience, but one of the two, Singer or Keller, you get Singer opening day, Keller day two, Bubich day three, Duffy day four, minor day five, you know, flip-flop minor or Duffy, however you would like to. And all in all, that's a pretty good rotation. I feel really good about Brad Keller. I feel good about the development of Brady Singer. I feel good about the development of Chris Bubich. And I feel like minor and Duffy can be mediocre enough to get you through the four and five spot. So we got five players right there. In the bullpen, let's have Holland. Let's have Zuber. Let's have Barlow. Let's have Stamont, and, you know, you can throw in Kyle Zimmer if he's going to be healthy, Josh Hahn if he's going to be healthy, something something to that effect, you know, a, a version of that bullpen scheduled for, for opening day as, as of now, the preliminary talks uh, in, in January. And then maybe we see a, a young pitcher overperform in spring training the same way we did uh, last year, and he gets kicked to uh, the bullpen to start things out. And then... Catcher position, you're going to have Perez and Gallagher, I think, is, is going to be your one and two catcher. And then on the infield, you're going to keep Dozier up. You're going to keep Lopez up. You're going to keep McBroom up, Mondesi up, O'Hearn up, Santana up. The only question becomes, do you keep both McBroom and O'Hearn while you already have Carlos Santana? So maybe not. Maybe one of those two guys gets sent down or gets, you know, of course, DFA'd or whatever. Uh, in the outfield, Cordero, Heath, Lee, Merrifield, Olivieras, Soler, Taylor. That is a murderous row of outfielders. That's not even including Kyle Isbell. And I think that the only real position of, of need, and I think that the only real battles to watch for in spring training 
is O'Hearn and McBroom. I think one of them makes it for sure. The other one is on the outside looking in to make the roster. So you're going to once again watch the Battle of the Ryans as we did last spring training. And if you remember, both these guys had a fantastic spring training last year. But outside of that, the infield set. I mean, outside of that, you know the names who are going to be there. We just routed them off for you. Again, it's going to look like you know Dozier and it's going to look like Lopez and one of McBroom and O'Hearn, Mondesi, Santana, Perez, and Gallagher. And the outfield, though, you have a plethora of options. In the outfield, you're looking at Cordero, assuredly. Merrifield, assuredly. Solaire, assuredly. And then Michael A. Taylor, assuredly. That's four. However, what do you do with Olivieras, who was one of your best hitters last year? What do you do with Khalil Lee and Nick Heath, two of your good prospects? Khalil Lee, someone who this organization loves, and Nick Keith, who prior to the injury played really well. What do you do with Kyle Lisbell, who was once again a really good prospect? So if I had the, if I got to write in the opening day lineup card for me, it's going to look like Singer on the mound, and the first three out of the pen is going to be, you know, you know the, the best three relievers are going to be Holland and Stomont and Zuber. And then behind the plate, Perez. At first base, Carlos Santana. Second base is going to be, uh, of the guys on this roster right now, second base is going to be Whit Merrifield. Shortstop, Alberto Mondesi. And then third base, Hunter Dozier. In the outfield, it's going to be Cordero in left. And Michael A. Taylor in center. And Edward Olivieras in right. That's, to me, what it looks like. On paper right now, if I was going to construct the best lineup possible, uh, you can even waffle back and forth on Michael A. Taylor being included in this lineup. And instead of him, slide Olivieras to center field or Cordero to center field and put Khalil Lee or Kyle Lisbell at the other corner position to better improve the production level of the Royals lineup. So that's my opening day outfield and my opening day lineup. Who's playing the field? Who's playing where? Who's going to come out of the pen and who's going to start? Let me know who you have in early January on your uh, opening day lineups and and rotations and things like that. Uh, But I do want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Uh, do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Do not forget to use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. You can bet on the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game against the Buffalo Bills right now, and I'm going to show you how easy it is. You're going to type BetOnline.ag. You're going to log in to your free account, and then you're going to click on sports and go to the NFL. And in no time at all, you can place a bet on Kansas City. So sports, and then it'll load to the NFL page. And right now, Kansas City on Sunday night is favored by three points. You click on the box, you tell them how much money you want to put on it, and there you go. You've bet on Kansas City minus three points. It's just that easy, and I have done it myself. So get in on the action. Do not forget to use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's a great deal. BetOnline.ag, your online sportbook experts. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right. 20 years ago, you could have been buying all the parts your car would ever need 
at rockauto.com. It is that simple. It is that good. It is that easy. And it could have made your life a heck of a lot easier throughout that process. But you know what? The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. So head on over to rockauto.com and you're going to find all the parts your car would ever need. The best selection at the best prices of auto parts on the market right now. Skip that up charge. Do not allow the uh, dealerships and the local auto parts shops to upcharge you. Skip all of that nonsense and go to rockauto.com for the absolute best prices out there. They are amazing people to work with. So whenever you go there to rockauto.com, tell them Locked On sent you in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I want to end this show with the biggest story in Kansas City right now, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs trying to win back-to-back AFC titles, trying to go to -to back-to-back Super Bowls, trying to have a ton of fun in Kansas City. They've already, I, I feel, have completed the best era of Chiefs football ever We are in the midst of the golden era. This is going to be that type of run in which you try to explain to a family member or a friend in 20 years, 30 years, and they just won't believe you. You try to tell your kids how good the Chiefs used to be, and they just won't believe you because it sounds so unheard of. That's the kind of run the Chiefs are on. And I highly recommend to check out Locked on Chiefs for a daily podcast about the Kansas City Chiefs. I also highly recommend uh, reading SI Arrowhead Report the Sports Illustrated site for the Chiefs. They do a fantastic job over at uh, arrowheadreport.com. So check them out as well as Locked on Chiefs. And this is going to be a fun game, right? It is the two best teams in this conference this entire year. It has not really been questioned most of the year. I mean, the the fraud Pittsburgh Steelers had a bit of a run uh, in the early going, and then they lost to Washington and all hell broke loose with the Steelers. But beyond the, the, the little bit of a run that people had with falling in love with the Steelers, we knew all along it's going to be Chiefs-Bills. Early on in the onset of this season, these look like the two best teams. And we got it. We got the best matchup. You cannot always say that year in and year out that you got the best matchup. You can say that this year. You got the best matchup possible. What Josh Allen is doing, what Stephon Diggs is doing in Buffalo is great. Now for Kansas City... I find it telling that they're a three-point favorite, even though we are not sure of the health status of Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the entire sport, the best quarterback to ever play the sport of football. And look, if you're going to be one of those people who who demand that we spend the last five minutes of the show talking Royals, then I would encourage you to direct your anger at the Kansas City Royals and, about, and at baseball as a whole. Tell them to get more interesting. Tell them to, to do more things in the offseason to have me talk about them because there's not a lot going on right now. So we're going to spend time talking about the biggest story in Kansas City. Personally, just the way that I view content, uh, I would rather spend time talking about the Kansas City Chiefs than forcing a made-up Royals topic and some buffoonery about fake outrage or a fake story about Michael A. Taylor's batting average. I I don't really think that that's productive. Uh, It's at least not as productive or fun as talking about the Chiefs right now. If you have suggestions on what you want to hear me cover about the Royals, feel free. Send them in. Uh, Locked on Royals on Twitter. But with this game, 
I think the Chiefs are going to win even if they have Chad Henney at, start, at, at their starting quarterback. I think that they're going to win. This is a complete team. This is a really good team. It's a well-coached team. And Chad Henney is is not a terrible quarterback. And you finally built the right team. You have finally built the right team to where a, a game manager can win with Travis Kelsey. A game manager can win with Tyreek Hill. A game manager can win with, you know, if you get uh, Edward Slayer back, if you get Sammy Watkins back, a game manager can win with this offense. And the defense is good enough. The, the defense might not be elite. The defense might not be incredible. But they have something special about them. And, and that's what you need for championships. You need something special and something that you cannot quantify. Something you cannot explain. Can you explain why the baseball just happened to curve past the, the, the third base bag in the wildcard game? Can you explain why the Royals just happened to find a rally each and every time they're back or against the wall? They were just a team that were destined to, to go to the World Series in 2014 and 2015. The things just bounced their way. And with this defense, it doesn't matter what they look like for, the, for, for most of this game, for most of any game, they find a way. They just find a way to somehow get that turnover, somehow get that interception, somehow stop momentum for the other team, and somehow ice the game and just do just enough to get the win. So I think this is a team of destiny. Now, I do think that, that, that Mahomes will play. I think that he will play. He'll be perfectly fine. He'll be the best quarterback we've ever seen. And if that happens... You look at coach, look at quarterback. I think that they have a great coach in Buffalo, but he's not Andy Reid. They have a good quarterback in Buffalo, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. I've got the coach. I've got the quarterback. I've got the skill position still. Buffalo has better defense, but again, we have better skill position players and a better quarterback, the best quarterback to ever live. So I'm betting on Kansas City minus three right now. If I were you, I would get in on that action from betonline.ag and use Locks On for that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit because I think that this number will only go in favor of Kansas City even more. So you might as well get an easy win and lay Chiefs minus the three points because I think that by tomorrow and, and by Saturday, whenever you officially hear rumors of, of Mahomes being fully healthy and Mahomes being totally fine and, and him playing, then all of a sudden you're going to see a point swing. So I would get on the action right now at Chiefs minus three. That's been this week of shows. You can go back and listen to the Jerickson Profar sweepstakes seating up on yesterday's show. And on Tuesday's show, we talked about the Padres just being absolute madmen in baseball and recapping uh, a heck of a, a heck of a weekend last weekend around Major League Baseball. We're going to be back next week to talk some more baseball and talk Kansas City Royals baseball. Hopefully the Chiefs have a win at that point and are going back to the Super Bowl and have yet another AFC title game under their belt. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, next week we're going to start a series where we break down players by players and kind of what they've done at this point in their career and, and what they will do this year, kind of trying to project their season and what you can expect from them as we try to figure out a pathway for Kansas City to live up to this offseason hype that has the Royals you know, being pegged for that third team in the division. And that is a massive step up. And I hope they can make it there. I think that they'll make it there. I will predict, spoiler alert, that they will make it there. I might even predict that they're going to be better than that. Who knows? But the pathway to getting there relies on a lot of players turning around what they've done to this point in their career. And we'll talk about that on next week's episodes. So be good and be good to one another. Subscribe to Locked on Royals wherever you get your podcast from.